Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? Hustler. I'm your host, Anna David. This is a podcast all about sharing your dark to find your light. Sometimes the episodes are from my live storytelling show. Sometimes they're interviews. You guys just roll with it, which is super awesome. This is one of those live storytelling show ones. Uh, one you've, A woman you have heard before and loved. Um, she gets a proper intro when we start the rolling that, but um, she basically answers the question, why, if you're a man, you should never tell a girl to smile because you just may not know what happened to her that day. Mm, nice teaser. Um, the other thing I want to tell you is that uh, the end of the year is coming if you are listening to this near when it was released. And I am offering something that is we've only offered to students before, but it is now available for anybody who would like it. It is a book mapping call. And what that means is you get a call with Kristen McGinnis, my right hand, who uh, is best-selling author of six books, who's worked at Simon & Schuster and St. Martin's and all of these places. And basically what she, you have a call, call with her in an hour, you map out exactly the book you're gonna write. If you know you wanna write a book or you have someone in your life that you know wants to write a book, first of all, this is the perfect gift and we've got gift certificates but maybe it's a gift for you. Um, take advantage of this because after the end of 2018, it is not gonna be around anymore. So just go to bookmappingcall.com, B-O-O-K-M-A-P-P-I-N-G-C-A-L-L.com and get that book going because God knows the people in your life have been hearing um, you want to write a book and telling you you should write a book for way too long. Do it as a present for them. Anyway, enough from me. Let's get into Jessica Seeley. Okay, any jackass fans out there, you don't really need to answer me. I'm not really with you, even though it feels like we're together. But the reason I ask is this. My friend and previous podcast guest, Brandon Novak, is a former jackasser, and he works with a specific rehab that I am thrilled to say is now the exclusive advertiser on this podcast. If you're not familiar with Novak, please get with it. Professional skateboarder, MTV star, got it all while he was nursing a horrible opiate addiction. Now he's three years sober and runs community outreach at none other than Banyan Treatment Center. Now Banyan, if you're not familiar with it, let me just tell you, they offer detox, intensive inpatient, outpatient, partial hospitalization, they have specializations in faith and recovery and mental health, and they have centers in Florida, Pennsylvania, Illinois, 
in Massachusetts. It's where I would send someone who wants treatment they can trust. They take insurance, they've been around for a long time, and if this sounds like something you need, please, please, please give them a call. You can reach them at 1-855-298-8379. That's 855-298-8379. You can also just reach out to me directly Anna at AnnaDavid.com. I do not want you getting in an accident trying to write that phone number down. So if you didn't get it, let me know. I can put you in touch with them. I please urge you, if you need help, get help today at Banyan. That is it. I'm going to bring up our first performer. She's a regular at this show, but I still don't know her bio. Um, she is amazing. She's a California comic who feels fine. Uh, she's been on Viceland's Flophouse. She's performed at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. She has a monthly show at Giant Robot here in West LA. And uh, she was featured in Bitch Magazine as a, quote, hilarious and talented queer woman. Give it up for Jessica Seeley. Give it up for Anna. Congrats on 18 years. You can vote now. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. The the holidays are coming up, and uh, every year is uh, is an opportunity to um, learn more about who we are sober. Um, last year, I um, learned that I'm capable of randomly throwing a pie crust on the floor. I wasn't even that mad, but I just, all the moment, I just snapped and I threw a pie crust on the floor. And my boyfriend came out of the bathroom. He was like, did you just throw the pie crust on the floor? And I was like, yeah, I did. Um, so I'm glad that I'm starting off the show by telling you that. That's a huge uh, weird thing. Now you guys feel weird. <laughs> Hope everyone feels weird. I am farting up here. Uh, I just had macaroni and cheese at Cantor's. Congratulations to me. Um, if you're sitting in the front row, um, this isn't even as ashy as my legs get. They get even better than this. Can you believe how dry? Look at that. Can you see that? That's like really impressive, like stubble, dry, ashy, veiny situation. I love myself. I love myself. Uh, so I, um, I got to say I had one of the most apocalyptic moments I've ever had this week. Um, remember how it was all like oh, there was smoke in the air and you couldn't breathe? Remember that? Um, I, uh, I have asthma, as you can tell because you've seen me. Look at me. Obvious, obviously, I have asthma. <laughs> So, you know, I walk outside and I, at some point I do this with my shirt and, uh, cause I couldn't breathe. And, uh, then, uh, a crack person comes towards me and, uh, believe me, no offense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, cause I myself, as many of you know, have a, a myriad of mental health issues and, uh, drug and alcohol addiction histories. So I consider myself a crack person that's just not living up to my full potential currently. <laughs> So, just so you know, completely no judgment. But, uh, so anyway, this crack, um, crack American um, <laughs> walks over to me and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, 
And, uh, and my reaction, of course, is just like, oh, no. Oh, no. And so I just kind of do what I do, and I'm like, pretend nothing's happening, and I cross the street. And she's now on the other side of the street. She goes, what the fuck are you doing? And, uh, and then full sprints across the street at me. She does a full sprint, and then she throws a face mask at me, a surgeon's mask, and she says, wear this, you stupid bitch! <laughs> and I was just like, thank you. <laughs> you know? It's like, you know when you're trying to be a good person and you try to help people, but it, it comes out wrong because you're on crack. <laughs> Have you had that? <laughs> but like, I don't know, like the the uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things, like a lot of things, like the smoke and the fires and the you know, just the whole apocalypse situation we're having at the moment. Uh, sometimes it's like it's like as a sober person, it's like. How do I deal with this? Because uh, historically, I dealt with everything by drinking and using things. And uh, like everything, I dealt with everything. Like, oh, that guy just looked at me weird. Like, I really need a drink. Because <laughs> what does that complete stranger think? And, uh, and even, even good things, it'd be like, wow, I just like paid a parking ticket. I better go celebrate with some drinks. <laughs> Such a crazy time. So um, now I don't drink, and there's a lot of reasons I don't drink. And one of them, I listen, I had some parts of my bottom were so dark, but if I'm being so honest to you, the re one of the, the moment of clarity that I had where I was like, I shouldn't drink anymore, and believe me, I've done worse than this, but there was something that just resonated about this one moment where I had a one-night stand with someone, and then in the morning he said, do you want to get breakfast? And I looked at him and I was like, no. And I walked out and I was like, whoa, that is dark. <laughs> you know when you're like that? You know when you're that person that can no longer get breakfast? Uh, <laughs> and not even be like, I'm so sorry, but I have a thing. You're just like, no. <laughs> Wow, okay, so uh, so we don't drink anymore because of the whole demonic element of <laughs> what that looked like. <laughs> um, now, I'm going to be honest, now I could not even imagine having a one-night stand. I could not imagine taking one of you home, one of you, I haven't met any of you, okay? But I just if I just took one of you home and then had... We took all of our clothes, and then we had sex. Actually, that sounds cool. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm in a loving relationship. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, you know, the truth is, no matter how apocalyptic shit gets, like, sometimes we just fucking stay sober, and sometimes people look at us weird and we stay sober. Um, when I was, when I was, uh, six months sober, um, I was living in this house in West Oakland and I lived with this cat and, uh, and other roommates who are less important, but, um, <laughs> but I lived with this cat and his name was Bear and, um, he, uh, he was such a great cat and we really bonded cause I gave him a shoebox 
And uh, he liked to sit in the... Sh- After I gave him the shoebox, he was like, yeah, you're cool, <laughs> you know? Uh, that's like the ultimate cat gift. And then he started doing things like, uh, like bringing me pieces of rat, dead rat. Have you, have you had this? It's kind of like, it's kind of like the crack lady throwing a mask at me. It's like, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Um, But it's just so sweet to think of this cat, like leaving a, 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 a dead rat leg outside my door. Just like, I can't wait to see the look on her face when she sees this. It's gonna be. You know, I wanted to eat the whole thing, but uh, she did give me the shoebox, so I better <laughs> leave the leg. And uh, and he was also great because he would he would pee everywhere. And uh, once, if you left a pile of anything, which obviously I left piles of things everywhere, my life was a pile. And um, I had left a pile of clothes on the floor, and I walked into him cat peeing on it and um and then i was like no and then that scared him so he ran around my room while he was still peeing and um so anyway um then my house burned down um you guys are too fucked up right now (laughs) i love it you guys are so fucked but um but yeah, anyway, my furnace blew up or whatever, and um, none of my human being roommates died, but my cat roommate did die, and that that was super sad, right? And um, I uh, I called up my sponsor, and I was like, hey, uh, just so you know, I'm going to drink because my house burned down. Like, I thought that I literally was like, that'll be okay. <laughs> You know, you you have these these reasons like look, I know we're doing this whole thing but <laughs> You know how my fucking house just burned down? Like I'm going to go drink. And then she was like, "Is the best way to honor someone's life uh by going out and getting drunk and uh um hurting your own life?" And I was like, fuck, damn, right? Like, yeah, that's true. So out of love for this cat, I was like, I didn't drink because um, uh, drinking is like, um, it's more of a deathy thing than a life thing. And, uh, and if, it, if, it, if anybody loves you, even if that's a cat, um, just because that cat dies doesn't mean that you should hurt yourself when you're someone the cat loved, you know, because of the whole shoebox situation. <laughs> and um, so, weirdly enough, I didn't drink through that or lots of other things. And um, I will say that me and my roommate that day um, did go out to the woods and uh, bury bear, bury bear. <laughs> Um, in the rain, and uh, it was like a super dark thing, and then, um, and then later that night, I'm alone, I'm not drinking, but I was like, I'm gonna go take a walk, and you know when you're traumatized, everyone in here knows that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, trauma, we have it, we've gotta deal with it. Oops, I just threw a pie on the floor, I don't know. (laughs) So, um, 
so I'm walking around and uh, and and I'm just like I'm feeling kind of lost and in shock. And this guy, this fucking man, no offense. Um, this guy goes, "Hey, baby, why don't you give me a smile?" So. <laughs> that's not that relevant to the story it's just like maybe don't say that to women because what if their house just burned down <laughs> just just in case I know you like it when women smile because then you're like yeah <laughs> you know like, <laughs> that's that's for me um, so fuck you know everyone that's that's my story I guess so Stay strong, don't drink, don't tell women to smile. Uh, try not to throw pies on the floor this year, but if you do, it's gonna be okay, my babies. We, we, have, to, we have to get our sliding scale therapy. Okay, um, thank you. That's gonna be...